and welcome to a brand new episode of The Stack, brought to you by the Unhinged Vibes Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Mr. Caramel Thunder, and I'm here with... What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Coastal, a.k.a. Coast Dynasty, a.k.a. The Coast Face Killer, a.k.a. The Blizzard of the Coast. What's up, everyone? Beautiful. And we're also here with... And what's up, everyone? It is Nazan 69ers. How's it going, everyone? Beautiful. So that is the... Uh, the show host for the stack today, we have a very, very, very stacked episode of the stack this week. No pun intended. We have a lot of content to go over. Uh, technically this is a, uh, a two week, uh, wrap up. Uh, we, we haven't done one for last week with all of the new trailers that came out and all of the new announcements. Um, so there's a lot on our plate. So just to go over what's going to happen for today's episode, uh, we're going to be talking about the Rings of Power, the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power Super Bowl trailer, the Lord of the Rings War of Rohirrim um, announcement, uh, the Buzz Lightyear or the Lightyear trailer, uh, the Neon Dynasty pre-release, Obi-Wan uh, poster reveal, the Mobius poster reveal, Jurassic World Dominion trailer, um, news about Games Workshop announces a 5 to 20% uh, price increase on their products. Uh, DC movie teasers, uh, which which includes the Black Adam, Flash, and Aquaman, and also the Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness trailer. So that is what we have on the docket today. Um, if you don't know what the stack is, the stack is your weekly news roundup. We go over the newest uh, news that happened during the week. We talk about our thoughts on it, and we move on if a topic demands an actual longer episode then of course we will delve uh deeper into that topic but this is going to be a long one anyways this is probably going to be a two-part i'm going to be honest with you so just so you know if uh we have to cut it short midway through we'll let you know and then we'll pick it up on another episode that we'll be posting probably on the same day or on the next day so keep that in mind but folks how you guys doing coastal noslin how you guys doing buddy noslin how's your day so far bud uh, good. Just uh, came home from work. Uh, it's been a busy last couple of, uh, oh, last few days, actually. Uh, is my uh, boy's birthday. He's turning 16, or he turned 16, Ooh, actually, I should say. Very nice. The yeah, sweet so we, 16. Uh, so uh, Saturday, we just went to uh, Uptown Lanes, and then uh, Sunday, I uh, just went to Rock Room. So not too bad. It was pretty enjoyable, minus the weather, of course. Awesome. Nice. Very nice. Coastal, what about you, buddy? How you doing? I am cold. It has been <laughs> awful. Um, yeah, it's just been nothing but shoveling and then uh, waiting for it to warm up enough to shovel and then having to deal with the snow. I um, had to, some of the things that are, uh, you know, fantastic about when you when you buy your own house is you sign a contract to make sure this thing doesn't fall apart for the next 25 years. And this is the first uh, winter where we've had where, where I've been in the new home uh, where we've had this much snow. So I've actually had to try to find our uh, furnace exhaust, which is real boring talk for anybody who's uh, really? here for the nerd culture stuff. But yeah, I had to find that. And yeah, I had to trudge through um, basically waist high snow, which is, you know, not great for, for the boys. Mm-hmm. They're not, that's not, that's not fun to walk through that <laughs> stuff. That's for sure. Yep. But uh, yeah. So other than that, um, I did that all Friday. Uh, it broke my spirits. So basically I spent Saturday just lounging on the couch and uh, back at it today. So got my uh, 24 hours of pouting out of the way. And now I'm uh, all ready to go. <laughs> Very nice. I, I I feel you, buddy. I feel you. I did like five hours of snow removal yesterday plus another two hours this morning. It's It was just a lot of snow removal. Uh, 
and uh, it's not going to get warmer anytime soon. It sucks, but that's all no, right. I'm, yeah, I mean, hey, that's uh, that's what we sign on to live here. So uh, I'll take the good with the bad. It's all it's all good. I'll take it. <laughs> all right. Anyways, let's get right into the stack because we have a lot of stuff to cover. Now, um, going right for it, we're going right for the big news. Uh, this is. This has been very, uh, let's say, a hit and a miss, mostly a miss with a lot of the Lord of the Rings community. Um, so you'll be seeing a lot of news about this stuff if you haven't yet. Um, if you don't know what's going on, we will fill you in. But first off, I want to know your initial thoughts on the Rings of Power Super Bowl trailer. Okay, I believe we've all watched this. I've watched it over 50 times. I don't know if these guys have, but I've watched it a lot of times. I needed time to soak in the information and to actually gather my thoughts. But let's start off. Uh, let's start off with Nozlin, buddy. Um, what did you think about this trailer? What did you like about it? Well, I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy, and seeing that trailer, uh, you know what? What uh, what platform is it on? Because I think I'm actually going to. Uh, on Prime. Amazon, Amazon Prime. Prime? I'm going to subscribe to it. Uh, oh. Trailer looks really good. It looks really good. Um, I think what is it? Uh, rings of Power. Was that about? Um, is it about? Uh, was it twenty rings or something like that? Or yeah. one ring that so powers the, the nineteen? Yeah. So the story is, it's it, the story is going to be about how the twenty rings were formed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, uh, I haven't seen it fifty times, but I've watched it enough times that you know what. I can probably go back and watch it again, but it was really a really uh, good trailer. Good trailer for the Super Bowl. Um, probably got a lot of viewers to see it, but no, mm-hmm. I am really uh, pumped and waiting to actually watch the uh, series. Very nice. Okay, Coastal, what about you? What uh, What are your thoughts about the trailer? So, I've been watching. I, I watched the trailer a couple of times now. Um, in when you added to the the trailer that they'd uh, previously posted, I'm still not really sure where what the show is going to be about. I mean, outside of the general overarching, it's about the rings of power, hence the title of the show. Right. So, I mean, in that instance, everything looks great in terms of how it looks. So, um, I have sort of, I'm going into it with an open mind. I don't know a whole lot about where they're going to take it. I don't know a lot about the story itself. Uh, having said that, I didn't know anything about the Lord of the Rings trilogy going into watching those movies as well. And I thoroughly enjoyed all three. So, um, I'm excited. I have an open mind about it. I'm not. Uh, I'm not as hyped. I don't think as as Noslin is, but I think I am. Sort of, uh, spoiler alert and a little bit of foreshadowing. I think I'm sitting in the middle of where the three of us sit in terms of uh, what we think of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it kind of looked had a little bit of that. Um, what's that? Uh, I'm having trouble now uh, remembering what it's called. The um, the uncanny valley where it was. Some of it looked like, is that a person or is that CGI? So some of that sort of threw me off a little bit. But outside of that, I mean. Unwhelmed by the uh, by the trailer right now, so we'll see how it goes. Okay, um, sorry about that. I had some technical difficulties difficulties on my end. What was the What was the last fifteen seconds of what you said? All I heard was "I'm whelmed." Some reason my yeah. mic cut off, <laughs> and then I couldn't oh, hear well, anything. I mean, 
after that, I just basically babbled on about how whelmed I am. So yeah. it's just, yeah, um, I'm not overly excited, but I'm also, you know, looking forward to it. I will okay. watch it day one and okay. we'll see how it goes from there. Very nice. Okay. Uh, well, I'm glad to hear that you guys actually really enjoy the trailer and that you're um, very um, excited for it and or looking forward to it and that you will watch it. Uh, for me, I'm on the other side of the scale. Uh, the main reason why is, number one, um, legally, they actually don't have the rights to use the actual story of the Silmarillion, of what's in the Silmarillion. Can you guys hear me? No? I can hear me. You can't hear me. If you can, if I can hear me, that means it's still recording. Let me see here. We can't uh, hear, there we go. Now, we can now you can hear me? Yeah. Okay. I don't know what was going on there. I don't know. I'm I'm not using my actual like desktop, right? So I'm using my laptop, and it's a little bit shittier. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. Can you hear me now? We can. We're good. Okay. We uh, so what I was saying was, um, they actually don't have the rights um, to use the actual story from the Silmarillion, which means uh, they actually had to make up their own story or use bits from the um, the Lord of the Rings trilogy in order to do it. Um, okay, while they were awesome. doing this, they actually fired one of the main Lord of the Rings like lore guys um, off the project because it did not fit the vision that Amazon Plus wanted. Um, so there was that. Um, can you guys still hear me? Yep. Yeah. Okay. If you guys can't hear me, just tap your headphones and then I'll pause it and I'll, I'll fix it. Okay. Um, yeah, we got you. Uh, also... Um, the trailer looked great. The trailer looked great. In my opinion, though, when it comes to the trailer, there's there's a difference between people who want to make a series because they love the they love the IP, right? And people who want to make the series because they love the idea of um, them being profitable and um, and being something else. I think Amazon doesn't love the actual lore and the whole Tolkien universe. They love the idea of what the Tolkien universe can do for Amazon Prime. And in my opinion, it kind of shows in the trailer. Uh, the only reason why I believe that is because you should not be putting real-world politics in a show like this. My main examples are because of this. Uh, give me an answer for these questions I'm going to ask you guys, okay? Now, in Black Panther, would it be out of place if half the, popula- uh, half the population in Wakanda was white? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, would it be out of place if, let's say, in Atlantis, you saw humans, like actual like non-Atlanteans, more human-like people there um, of all different kinds of races or whatever else? Sure. Yeah? Okay. Uh, yeah, I know where you're going with this, but yeah, sure. In theory yeah. is, it's okay to put like like how society looks in a TV show if it fits, if it fits the big picture, right? Um, Tolkien wrote the mythos of Lord of the Rings based on Anglo-Saxon mythology and history, right? So essentially, you won't see people of color. I'm going to be honest with you. You won't see people of color, right? And I'm totally fine with that because it doesn't matter because when you see... Men of the West, when you see elves, when you see dwarves, I don't look for color, right? I see men. 
I see dwarves. Mm-hmm. I see elves. And they were written and defined that way in the fine print. And that I don't mind. That I don't mind. So if you're going to put women dwarves, at least follow the rule that women dwarves look exactly like men dwarves. Give them beards. Right? They need to have beards. Gimli said in Two Towers when they were going to um, when, when they were going to um, uh, Helm's Deep that women dwarves look exactly like men dwarves. Sometimes you can't even tell the difference because they have beards. I think that would be hilarious to see that. Right? Also, like, if you're going to have different color elves, have you ever seen a short-haired elf before? Ever. No, but we've never actually seen a young elf, right? We've never seen a young elf before. But in the trailer... A couple hundred years old. In the trailer, they're already 5,000 years old in the trailer. Elrond and Galadriel, they're 5,000 years old in the trailer. In oh, Lord, did they have short hair? I didn't even notice that. Elrond had Elrond. short hair. The the black elf mm-hmm. had... I know, I noticed he had, uh, I'm he had like, short hair. I'm like, give the guy some long hair. That's what makes elves elegant. That's what makes at least follow like the outline of it. I don't care if you change the skin color or whatever else, but mm-hmm. don't change mm-hmm. the culture of what the elves are, the culture of what the dwarves are. For me, I don't care if you change the skin color. I really don't care, but don't change the culture of what the actual race and or like people are that's what that's for me that's what bugs me i'm like dwarves are supposed to look a certain way that's where they're called dwarves elves are supposed to look a certain way that's where they're called elves also there are no hobbits in the second age hobbits only come up midway through the third age and there's hobbits in the second age of this show and another thing that irks me is because they condense the thousands of years of the second age all into like a short time frame just for the show. I'm like, oh, there's so much rich stuff that you could go through. Each season could be different parts of the Second Age, but instead they switched all of Second Age from the um, from the men of Numenor going over to the West to that first battle scene that we see in the Fellowship of the Ring, right? The last lines to there. Yeah. They squished all that in to apparently five seasons. I'm like, I'm going to be honest with you. All that could have been 20 seasons long when done right. Right, but of course, since they weren't allowed um, access to the Silmarillion and this and that and whatever else, they have to find a way around it. And I think at this point, they don't like the they they're not in love with uh, the Lord of the Rings uh, lore. They just love the idea of what it can do for the company, and it shows because they also got two the main two guys. They have nothing on their IMDb. They have no. I guess, credentials other than they fit the big picture that Amazon Plus wants to actually bring it on to them. So that's my thoughts. I'm still going to watch it. I'm still going to watch it because even if they put politics into it, I'm going to try and shift that out and just try to enjoy the Lord of the Rings lore that is left in there, right? Because the reason why I watch Lord of the Rings every single Christmas is because it brings me back to... Lord of the Rings. It brings me back to Hobbiton. It brings me back to Gondor, right? And that's the feeling that makes me all warm and fuzzy on the inside and makes my butthole tingle, you know? Like, it's it's that... (laughs) (laughs) It's that feeling, you know? So, if this show can give me that feeling, which I do do hope it does. I'm gonna be honest with you. I do hope it gets me excited eventually, right? Maybe it's just how they frame the trailer, you know, this and that. Mm -hmm. But right now, I don't... 
I'm very on the edge, leaning on the no side, only because like it's been it's been ratioed on on YouTube and on other um, like sites where the dislikes are twice as much as the likes. Not to mention um, some of the stuff that Amazon has put out. Uh, they're actually they're talking shit to fans and they're calling a lot of people a lot of negative things. Um, which, in my eyes, if you're a publisher and you want to focus on making, let's just say, a Star Wars movie, like trilogy, right? And you shit talk the fans of Star Wars, but then you also want them to come to your movie. That's also very bad way to advertise your movie, in my eyes, right? That's like that's like saying Magic the Gathering. They made this magic set, but then they start to shit talk that Commander players are the worst players in the world. That they're lazy. They don't want to buy products because they just want to buy a single card and keep the same deck for years on end. But then expect them to buy all the products and this and that. I'm like, you you, you can't you can't do that. You can't do that. And that's what Amazon is doing, unfortunately. Um, and so far, it's backfiring. I don't know if you guys have seen a lot of the news of some of the shit talk that Amazon has been sending out to a lot of the Tolkien fans and this and that. But I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, because you can't expect a fan of Tolkien to support you when you when when they are being shit talked by the people who are making the show. So that's my thoughts on that. I've been I've been watching a lot of good things and bad things. So I've not just been watching like a lot of the negative stuff. I've been reading a lot of the good stuff about the show, this and that. Try to get both sides right because there's never just one side of story, like you guys know. There's mm-hmm. one side the other side, and the actual truth of it. So I'm trying to read both sides. But right now, it's, it, sucks on, it sucks on both ends, right? Because the Tolkien fans, they're by the book, by the book, by the book, by the book. Amazon Plus is learn to be flexible, give us a try, but also we're going to shit talk you because you don't see it our way, right? And then there's the middle of like, well, shit, who do I listen to? Eh, I'll just watch it and fuck it, right? Who cares? So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on. Um, at the end of the day, watch it because you want to watch it, right? And I know that's what you boys are doing, right, Coastal? Right, Nozlin? You're watching oh, it because you want to watch it, right? What I will say uh, when it comes to that is I haven't seen a whole lot of it just simply because I, and again, admittedly, I'm, I'm not as personally vested in, this universe as you are so i I sort of understand why you have uh a a bit of a higher passion towards that um and and this isn't directed at you or this isn't directed at anyone specifically but i'm always of the uh of the tool that you know what man if you're making something new that has that is based off a previously existing ip um you can't build it for the super fan you you can't build it with a super fan in mind because you're not going to be able to please them they're 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 the expectations are way too high um and you and a lot of things is because you you live in this universe, um, a lot of things are going to go over the head of a lot of casual viewers, and so you've got to think about it sort of in in which way do you want to build this towards? And if you build it towards the super fan, that to the, towards the super fans, that's fine. And you make it towards that fan service. Marvel's done a masterful job of that doing yeah. of that, but at the same time, they generate a lot of revenue, mm-hmm. um, but they do lose a lot of people because. Yeah. Not everybody's a super fan of 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 the uh, 
of the original source content, right? I mean, yeah. we saw that with Cowboy Bebop, right? Yeah. That uh, the the fans of the anime sort of went up in arms, and then there just wasn't enough uh, casual interest in there for it to, to stick around. And that's unfortunate because there were people who enjoyed it. Um, mm-hmm. that, that, like us, again, we enjoyed so that's, it. That's sort of my... We did. Yeah. We did. I thought I was I was looking forward to a season two. Me too. And I think that's that's how I'm here. Like I just I, I get the point of view of sort of a hardcore fan that you know what you're taking what I like and you're sort of mangling it. But at the same time, I also see that point of view from from the other point of view, like that there is no there is for certain for a certain subsect of those super fans there is no pleasing them. So yeah. To try to cater to that group, especially when they're not, they're not right. They're just loud. <laughs> so, um, I just I see it in other I see it in other fandoms, and it's just man like. There's things that I'm a super fan of that I didn't like. For example, Preacher, um, I didn't love it because it didn't it wasn't it didn't sort of hit the. Um, it, it didn't hit the buttons that I wanted it to. Okay. As a fan of the comic book series. But I was like, okay, that's cool. It's just not for me. And mm-hmm. I sort of stopped watching it after episode one, but I wasn't online trying to get that shit canceled, okay. which is a little... But again, I'm not saying I'm right either. That's just sort of... I always find it weird when um, really hardcore fans of something want something from that universe to fail, okay. which I've seen sometimes. And I'm not saying that this is what's happening with, with you. I know that you're sort of just trepidatious and kind of nervous about it coming out and being not great. So, yeah. um, and that's fair. That, that's, that's just sort of my two cents about it is yeah. um, I get your point of view. I'm just, I, I, again, I don't, I, I don't have the vested interest that you do. So I'm hoping that it's, I'm just hoping it turns out and it's not really a loss for me yeah. if it's not good, but I can see it being sort of heartbreaking for you if it's not good. So yeah. honestly, that's, that, that's that's totally fair. Like, I, I I wish I had that mindset right now. I'm going to be honest with you. I wish I had that mindset. But the whole time while watching that trailer, I was like, this is the exact same thing that they did to episode 7, 8, and 9 of Star Wars. And look how that turned out. I was like, they um, added in I, politics. And it yeah. it I, sunk so how fast. How did it turn out? How did it turn out? $1.1 billion in domestic revenue, baby. That's how it turned out. Yeah, $1.1 <laughs> But also, they're not making any more Star Wars movies based off that timeline because they found that they can make more money off of, uh, like, spinoff ones, right? Like, not tied to that stuff. I'm like, yeah, they made a lot of money, but a lot of people hated the movies, too. So it's like, uh, so it's like, yeah, either way, they get their pie of getting the dough and they get some fans get their back scratch and some fans get their back scratch of talking shit about it. But either or, they still made the money. Right. So and, yeah. the other thing, too, though, is that, you know what, I, I saw all of the criticisms and all the shit talking about seven, eight, nine. Here's the thing. Twenty years ago, that was the exact same thing. These same super fans are saying about one, two, three, one, two and so, three. But one, two, so, three was actually good in my eyes. In my eyes, see, one, two, three I was amazing. One, I liked one, two, three. <laughs> yeah. And I liked seven, eight, nine. I mean, I didn't love seven, eight, nine, but it was fine. And the thing is, if there's uh, if there's a set of movies, like for example, if I told you I was a fan of the Fast franchise, and I love the Fast franchise, which except you do, that I hate, except that I hate Fast One, I hate Too Fast, Too Furious, I hate 
uh, Tokyo Drift, and I hate all of the ones that have The Rock in it. Am I really a fan of the fa- of the Fast franchise at that point? <laughs> if you hate six out of the nine movies, how are you really a yeah. fan of this franchise? You're not really anymore? a fan at all. Not really a fan <laughs> at that point. So. <laughs> No, that's, that's totally my, fair. That's I, totally fair. I don't know. So that's just that's just my point of view. I just I don't know. I, I try to bring as much positive positivity as possible into the nerd culture because there's so much, so much negativity when yeah. it comes to it. So um but yeah, no, I hear what you're saying. I, I hope that uh in this instance I think that the two of us will agree that we both hope you're wrong on this oh, one. Oh, I I hope I'm yeah. wrong too. I'm willing to I yeah. wanna bet on me being wrong, but it's yeah, I don't know. For but me no, it's I just get, yeah. I get what you're saying. So Yeah. But anyway, speaking on brighter news of Lord of the Rings, this I'm actually very, very much excited for. The reason why is this show has Weta Workshop involved with it. It has the illustration artist and the, I believe, the main concept artist that was on the all three Lord of the Rings movies plus the Hobbit movie. Uh, the main executive producer of Peter Jackson and his movies guys can't hear me? They can still hear me. Give me one second. Let me know when you guys can hear me. Can you guys hear me? Hello. Pineapples. Pine- okay, cool. I was screaming Pineapple, out pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> so I was saying, literally, everyone that helped Peter Jackson make his movies is involved with this anime TV show project. So this, I am actually have very high hopes for. Not to mention... We- so go ahead. Sorry, do we know where it's going to? So this TV show is set um, during a time frame uh, where uh, Rohan is essentially being sieged. Okay, it's with uh, Helm Hammerhand. So essentially, it's going to go over the story of how Helm's Deep got its name, Helm's Deep, right? How um, they're essentially we're going to get a Minas Tirith scene in that TV show. Right, so expect a lot of blood, a lot of violence. Um, there's going to be um, Easterling and Dunlings invading Rohirrim, along with the uh, the Eastern uh, armies with the um, Oliphant in there, because you saw in the concept art. So it's going to be a really good animated show. Um, the concept art that was released seemed very promising. Yet again, I believe this show comes out in 2024. 2024. Ooh. So by the time Ooh. this show That's comes out. Boy. I'm hoping when this show comes out for season one that we already have three seasons of The Rings of Power. That's mm-hmm. what I'm hoping. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, now, of course, things might change. You never know. But I'm hoping that when this comes out, there's already three seasons of Rings of Power and it's gotten better by then, just like with Star Trek. Uh, season one and two is usually shit, and season three is where they take off, right? So, either or, I'm very excited for this project. Hold up. There we go. I know how to fix the problem. I just got to keep this little window up with that says device settings. If I keep this up, my mic works. <laughs> okay, so yeah, no. If if this works, uh, then I think we can get a lot more animated TV shows um, in regards to Lord of the Rings. Now, what did you guys think about the the screenshots or whatever you guys saw so far, Nelson? What did you think about it? Well, you know, um, the screenshots the screenshots look uh, look. Look really good, and I'm hoping with Peter Jackson and his original team, or most of his team at the helm of it, I'm hoping they can actually transpose that onto onto the screen. And with it being an animated series, I think it looks very, very promising that they can. Uh, yeah, I agree. 
You can, in my opinion, you can do a lot more with animated just because the budget's down. Oh, sure. So you can you can do a lot more, right? Uh, Kulsa, what do you think about mm-hmm. uh, this uh, Lord of the Rings project? I mean, I'm excited about it. Uh, anima- animated stuff doesn't quite um, excite me to the level that live action does. But, um, yeah, if it's if Peter Jackson is involved, I'm definitely going to give it a shot. Like I said, I, I don't have quite the, the connection, but I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I, I do love the Realm of Man when it comes to, to Lord of the Rings. So it'll be interesting to see that. And, I mean, the Battle of Helm's Deep, it's, what are we looking at now, 18 years old? And it's still the standard bearer for yeah. for Lord. Uh, For sure. I mean, uh, like you said, there is a lot more that you can do with animation. So, um, yeah, we'll see. I, I'm definitely excited about it. Uh, I'll be there. Do we know what streaming service is going to be on or what channel or where this is going to air? I do not know, to be honest or with you. Or if it's a theatrical release. Do we know? I think we'll find out more. Yet again, uh, concept art was just released. So I'm assuming <clears> we'll find out more on what streaming service it's going to be on. Um, I believe Warner Brothers has their, uh, is part of it. So it, okay. I don't know where, HBO Max? maybe HBO Max. Yeah. Maybe HBO okay. Max. So we'll see where it is. But yeah, but Warner Brothers, I believe is, uh, is helming it. So yeah, okay. we'll see where that goes. So well, that's, that's going to be interesting. That's going to be interesting. Um, so moving on from there. So Lord of the Rings is now done. Boom. Put it in the back rearview mirror. Um, moving on to the future light speed ahead here, folks. Uh, we got the Lightyear trailer. The Lightyear trailer. Now, I don't know about you guys, but when I was a little kid, you know, way back when, when I was a little mm-hmm. kid, you know, um, there was a TV show for Buzz Lightyear. And it was a really good animated TV show. Mm-hmm. Essentially, when I saw this trailer, it brought back so many memories of that uh, Buzz Lightyear animated TV show that... It gave me the the warm and fuzzies. It gave me the warm and fuzzies, and I'm very excited for this. Um, it showed a lot of new things. Um, we got to see some action in it, right? Um, also, some space tentacles, whatever else. Uh, but going for it, uh, Coastal, what did you think about the Lightyear uh, trailer that came out? So this is basically a show about uh, Buzz Lightyear Buzz, the universe that Buzz Lightyear is in, right? Like, that's basically what they're doing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, because here's the thing, is that um, Toy Story and Buzz Lightyear himself, like, I've always sort of respected that, and I've known that that's been Pixar's sort of number one shot. It's just fallen in that sort of, um, that chasm where it was just, I was a little too old for the Toy Story movies, but they came out way, they came out way before I had a child, so mm-hmm. it was in and around that middle area where I wouldn't have gotten, uh, I wouldn't, it wouldn't have hit me quite the way, you know, Aladdin does or Lion King does or Beauty and the Beast does. Um, so, having said that, it, the trailer itself looks cool. Um, I, again, it, Ali's uh, in his mid-teens; he has, he's going to have zero interest in watching this in the theater. So this might <laughs> be a, a Disney Plus viewing for me. But uh, no, I, I, the animation and. It, yeah, it looked cool. I, I, I'm in. I'll, I'll check it out, but I don't know if I'm going to be checking it out in a the theater. Like I said, it'd be weird for a 41-year-old dude to walk in by himself to right <laughs> here. So I'm, I, I'll do that for John Wick. I'll do that for the Batman. But uh, yeah, I'm not walking into a Pixar movie by myself. So, no, that's totally uh, fair. Having, 
Having said that, the tra- the trailer was cool. Uh, I- I'd be interesting to see. I'd be interested to see where it goes for sure. Okay, okay. Nelson, what about you, buddy? What do you think about this trailer? Well, I never. Uh, I think when we talked about it briefly, uh, I didn't uh, hear anything about this trailer, so I watched the trailer. The one thing I noticed was it's not Tim Allen. That's yep. the one thing I noticed. Mm-hmm. So that's sort of uh, put a little damper on it, but it is Chris Evans, so you know, which is fine. Um, and it, it's it's it was it's actually hard to get past for me to get past that it's not Tim Allen. Really? As, as like, yeah, first I don't I just don't know why. And like, I think that's fair. I, I think yeah, that's like, a very fair thing to do. And um, just listening to Chris Evans, you know, uh, do his lines in there, I just keep thinking like. It's not. It's not Buzz Lightyear, but it is, I guess, Buzz Lightyear in his younger years. I guess, if you want to say. Yeah. So, saying that, um, I remember Ronan really liked the uh, Toy Story movies, and then later on, Nia got to watching a little bit of it. So, um, I'll probably check this out of the theater with the with the kids to see it. But uh, like again, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna be the same for me just because again, it's not Tim Allen. Yeah, it's got it's got secondhand Viv vibes to it, right? Yeah, it, yes, it might be, exactly. It, it it might by all by all sort of uh, other you know neutral metrics might be superior, but it's not mm. the original. So no. yeah, no, I I totally understand. That's the first thing that I noticed. I'm like, this sounds different. This definitely yeah. sounds. And then I saw I'm like, oh, that's why it's Captain America playing him. That's why mm-hmm. it's yeah, you know. But yeah, it it makes sense, I guess, because it's. I guess because Chris Evans is huge right now, right? Yeah. If you think about it, he's huge right now. So, of course, it's going to be a big name to a new project, whatever else. But then again, Tim Allen is Tim Allen, man. Like, let's be real here. I think... He ain't exactly busy right now. <laughs> yeah, right? You never know. Well, so well, I read that um, he wasn't asked due to, I guess, his so-called political stance. I'm not sure what... Oh, has he been canceled? Was. I didn't even know if he was canceled. Yeah, some people are saying that... Well, I was reading that some say he was pro-Trump, but then there have been times when he's actually uh, said stuff against Trump, so I don't know what is going on, but I don't know. It's, it sounds... Poli- uh, his political beliefs might have been why he wasn't asked to be uh, Buzz Lightyear. Okay, that's totally yeah. fair. That makes sense. That makes All sense. Right. Uh, yeah. That's sad because... Yeah, he's the voice of Buzz Lightyear. Let's let's be oh. real here. He's the voice. He's the voice. But yes. you know what? If Chris Evans can knock it out of the park, hey, I'm cool with it. As long as it's yeah. a good movie at the end of the day, I'm fine with it. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and talking about seeing what happens, um, I did not see what happened at the pre-release. Uh, did you guys see what happened at the pre-release? Did anyone attend the pre-release? Nozlin? I didn't. Oh, yeah. We'll go with Coastal. First. <laughs> <laughs> I did not attend the pre release. I wanted to, but uh, I had actually plans uh, prior to that. I wanted to go, but uh, in the end, I ended up buying, uh, well, not buying, but uh, I ended up getting the Neon Dynasty uh, set, uh, the booster set, and the uh, uh, pre con. Yo, Coastal. Uh, a couple I, days ago. I, so. I like how he framed that. Um, I, I, not buy, I got. I got. 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 (laughs) (laughs) You didn't buy it. You got the set. I got it. Oh yeah, no. I don't worry. I do that all the time. That that helps justify it. Yes. I didn't pay for this. I just got it. That is too. Let's not talk about the other stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Let's not talk about the credit card bill after. Oh no no. 
Costa, what about you? Did you uh, get anything or did you attend anything for the Neon Dynasty uh, Neon Dynasty pre-release? No, unfortunately not. Like I like I had said, um, I was super pumped about Neon Dynasty. Um, I the art has been fantastic. No legendary creature has really spoken to me. So, and then on top of that, um, there was a delay in Kill Team that we reordered, and I bought it the pre-release weekend. So that sort of went. That okay. was my. Uh, my geek budget for that weekend. So I couldn't really uh, justify buying the kill team starter set and going into pre-release knowing that I'm also probably at some point going to pick up a set booster. I still want to sort of let things play out first uh, before I decide to, to plunk some hard-earned money down. Cause the, the set looks in terms of the art looks really cool, but man, I, that uh, getting burned on on the uh, on Crimson Vow has sort of uh, oh. has, has taken a bite out of my enthusiasm for picking up set boosters. So uh, we'll see we'll see where it goes going forward. But um, yeah, it the the budget just wasn't just wasn't quite there. And 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 I'm not much of a limited player either. So uh, that's probably why I didn't attend the pre-release. I remember remember we had talked about this. I was supposed to go to my first pre-release for Crimson Vow, and then we had a giant blizzard, and oh, yeah. uh, I couldn't. Couldn't, couldn't head out there because they, they actually canceled it. So there we go. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm on the same boat with you. I did not attend or buy anything uh, yet again. Um, I did promise myself, like, you know, I, I'm going to split my spending, you know, from between Magic and Warhammer. It went from 50-50 to 60-40 to 70-30 <laughs> to 80-20. Now it's just 100 on one side. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's just a hundred on Warhammer. That's it. Um, it's, it's like a hundred twenty minus twenty because you've been selling out of Magic to get it. Actually, yes, Warhammer, I'm in the so. negative on Magic because I've been selling my Magic to fund my Warhammer. And yeah. uh, if you haven't been doing that, folks, uh, ladies and gents, Nazan, uh, you should you <laughs> sell the cards that you do not have. Uh, not that do not have that you do have that are you are not using that do uh, have some value. And my recommendation is any card over a dollar. Trade that sucker in. It doesn't matter what it is. If it's over a dollar in value, boom, bring it in. They'll whatever else. I brought in uh, another like thirty-five cards to our, our uh, local game store. I got another four hundred dollar gift card, four hundred plus dollar gift card. Thank nice. you very much. Boom, rack it in. I don't don't give me the gift card because I'm gonna use it in two seconds. You know, <laughs> like <laughs> save the plastic for somebody else. But yeah, honestly, it's my spending's been all the way over to Warhammer. Um, if this, if there was a set that would have got me to spend so much money on, it would have been, been this one. It would have been this one, a hundred percent. And I think um, it was a sign from my Primark that I needed to spend on Warhammer and not Magic because <laughs> the, the timing was just right for Warhammer. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah so yeah. yeah i did not go to a pre-release i did not buy any of the neon dynasty stuff if i am though i will i will buy the pre-con i will buy yeah. the vehicle pre-con that's that's the only thing i would buy and or singles if i'm gonna buy it it'd be singles and the pre-con that's it yeah when i saw the pre-con deck list that sort of was the impetus for me not to really spend anything i was kind of disappointed in what they what they had at least in terms of value because it was just um on top of everything else, the pre-cons should provide sort of value for you. And these have been out of the box, sort of the least valuable pre-cons that they've come out with in over a year or in a long time. So that was a bit of a bummer. Um, yeah. 
the uh, so we'll see. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I, I'm I'm out on the pre-cons, um, and then we'll see where I go in terms of my spend because that art looks amazing, and I oh, do yeah. love the world. I love the flavor. Um, just we'll see how it goes. I haven't found uh, I haven't really found a uh, a commander that I want to build around, um, and I'm saving my money for Secret Lair Street Fighter. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'm saving my money for the Warhammer book. Magic set. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. That's 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 that goes without saying. But yeah, I've never bought Secret Lair just because up here in Canada, the the taxes and the duty and the exchange oh absolutely destroy gosh. you. Like they're oh already Secret Lair is already not a great value when you factor in every other additional cost that comes with, you know, being from our true north strong and free. It just becomes ridiculous. In terms of the uh, the cost, and, and I'm looking at it, and I'm factoring in all those things. It's going to cost a stupid amount of money for those eight cards. So that's I think what I'm saving up for. Yep, um, I 100% agree with you, buddy. Um, that's yeah. why I don't buy secret layers because it's way too much. Way yeah, and too I've much. Nev- I've never bought any, and now I'm going to have to break my streak with with Street Fighter because it's just so good, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, and, and Ken's the, Ken doesn't even look that great, but I just I have the sleeves, and yeah, that's that's my childhood right there. So I'm gonna build that deck, and we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I know that makes sense, man. That makes sense. Hmm. Um, anything else on this Neon Dynasty uh, pre-release stuff that you guys want to talk about, or you just want to move on to some more Star Wars news? I want to ask Noslin, how did your box go? Any good pulls? Oh yeah, did you pull anything nice? I did actually. There was. Honestly, to me, it 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 was almost like I was pulling a uh, the uh, Commander Legends box because okay. each pack almost had like a commander in it. Wow! So it, it, like it had, it, it was it was pretty decent. It was pretty decent. Okay. Like if value wise, if I were to add it up, I would say maybe I'm close to breaking even on the box. Okay, I mean, but, yeah, if you get if you get there, that's great. Yeah, but no, I I and uh, the box, I guess what it's called, the box topper. Yeah. yeah. Was uh, Saturo? So oh, just that just that alone is a win. And it's yeah. the alt art Saturo, right? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so, no, I, I I thoroughly enjoyed uh, uh, the box. So to me, I think I think it, it's a, a win for me. Okay, okay, very nice, very nice. Well, one I'm is, glad that it, uh, well, you pulled a good box. Yeah, one of the, one of the rare few W's in Magic for for Dawson yeah. over there. Uh, yeah, very very <laughs> rare, you know. <laughs> Um, better than some of the guys uh, in our group, but still yeah. very rare. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, that's funny. That's funny. Now he's going to make a deck to kill, to kill us. Watch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah. Uh, don't worry. Wait. Don't worry. We'll just dominate you on the 40 K field. It's okay. It's okay. I make no promise of that. I'm so bad at 40 K right now. It's not even funny. <laughs> we're learning. We're learning. It's, yeah. it's, it'll be a different story when we know our stuff right now. We're both, we're all of us are learning. So it's, yeah, it, the games don't count. The games don't count. <laughs> okay. Moving on. Um, we got some new star Wars news. We got some new star Wars news. I'm actually very excited about this. Um, now the new Obi-Wan poster, the Obi-Wan uh, Disney Plus TV series was uh, re- announced way back when, way back when, but now the first official poster has released. Along with this poster, there was a, uh, what was it, Coastal, a Disney Plus-like 
like spot. Yeah, sort of a behind a, be, a behind the scenes sort of yeah, like snippet, if you will. Okay. okay. Yeah, featurette is a good word. So a a Disney Plus featurette uh, based on the show, uh, behind the scenes of the show, um, also came up on Disney Plus. And um, let's just say, in uh, Coastal's words, um, this is going to be a ten out of ten, boys. <laughs> Yes, there right here, go. right now. I'm, I'm going to tell you right now. This is going to be a 10 out of 10. Not only is Obi-Wan coming back, we got the man himself, Anakin Skywalker, coming back. And yes. they said yeah. they're going to be crossing swords. No homo. They're going to be crossing <laughs> lightsabers <Yeah>. and fighting <laughs> each other. Boys, I'm excited. I'm very oh, yeah. excited. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, Vader. don't get me wrong. Episode three has its downfalls, you know, but one thing that was amazing was that lightsaber duel at the very mm. end of the movie. That mm. was by far one of the best things about the like the first three movies, one, two, and three, episode one, two, and three, was that lightsaber duel. If we get more of that in this show, at least the one snippet of it, oh, buddy, oh, yeah. I'm done. That's it. Like, yeah. get ready for season two, three, and four. Like, this is going to be great. This is going to be great. Um, Nazan, what do you think about this news, this new TV series that's coming out soon? Um, yeah, what are your thoughts on it? Well, with well, like you guys, I'm really excited. And the announcement of uh, Hayden Christensen coming back to play as Vader, I think right there, that just uh, that just uh, sets it up for me to to watch to watch this uh, anytime, any, any chance I can get, I will be watching it. Um, on that, like the what I want to see too is uh, in this series is. Um, I guess, uh, what is it? Will we see, like, little young Skywalker with Uncle Owen? Because they are in Tatooine, right? So will we be seeing that as well? I'm going to tell you right now, we will be seeing a young Princess Leia. It's, oh, already, yeah. it's already been confirmed that we will be seeing a young Princess Leia. Um, I do not know if we'll be seeing a young Luke. That's the only thing. They just confirmed that we'll be seeing a young Princess Leia. So on regards to your thing... Yes on Leia, no on Luke, maybe, maybe. So yeah, um, Coastal, what about you, man? What do you think about this uh, this new TV show? What about the the news? Are you excited for it? I'm hyped, man. Let's go uh, prequel. That, like you said, <laughs> me and you, we're we're very rare in that we prefer the prequel. Like the prequel is our favorite. The prequel trilogy is our favorite trilogy of the Star Wars movies. And I mean, as much as I personally enjoyed Phantom Menace more than the other two, there is definitely something to say about from a neutral point of view that uh, the third one, Revenge of the Sith, is the best of the three. So um, I can't wait to see Hayden. Uh, did you 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 just said that they've uh, Confirmed that we are going to see a, a young Leia. Yeah, yeah. They she, she they gonna said on, there's going to be, be a young on, one. Is she going to be on Alderaan? I'm assuming so, just because yeah. like she was raised on Alderaan, right? So maybe oh, she's yeah. going to be on Alderaan, or I believe her parents are delegates, right? They're her parents yeah, are diplomats, so it could be Bail Organa. Yeah, so maybe yeah. they might be traveling or might be on Alderaan. So you never know. So if yeah. that's the case, we might see a nice. Alderaan background landscape, and I think that'd be really sweet. Yeah, I mean, maybe we see Jimmy Smith's baby. Yeah, Bail Organa. (laughs) That'd be cool. That'd be really Um, cool. Yeah, like I said, you know what? I was um, as excited about this show as you would typically be. Sort of not not super hyped, but it's like, oh yeah, no, this is gonna be a good show. And then they announced that Hayden Christians is coming back, and I'm like, okay, I'm in. I'm 100 percent in. 
I, yeah. I'm not as enthusiastically in as uh, as you are, AG. I think right now, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be one of those ones. Another one where it's like, well, I have a reason to keep Disney Plus again because it's like Disney Plus out of all of my streaming services is actually I think the one I watch the least, but it's the one that I watch day one. Um, oh. Any show that comes, yeah. I only usually typically watch one or two shows at any given time for Disney Plus, but I'm always watching them. So yeah, just got to keep that up because yeah, Obi Wan and Moon Knight will be enough for me to keep my uh, subscription for another two months, and then after that, you know, Mando season three. So it looks like Disney Plus is just gonna have find a permanent home. Wow, uh, here in the coastal household because yeah, we just keep finding spots. They just keep finding shows that are going to be good enough, and and Obi Wan's definitely a clincher for me. Yeah, you know what? Thinking about it now, Coastal, you're right. Like when it comes to Disney Plus and like Netflix and Amazon, I'm gonna be right. I'm gonna be t- honest with you right now. Amazon Prime, I don't watch. Other yeah, than Amazon watching Prime like The Legend of Vox Machina or Reacher yeah. or whatever else, right? Like I don't watch it at all. It's literally yeah. I have Amazon Plus only because I'm a Prime subscriber that's the only reason why i have it uh for disney plus i agree with you i watch it less than netflix but everything i watch on disney plus is day one release stuff yeah 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 i have to admit yeah i think in regards to uh priority i think disney plus holds a more priority than netflix does only because disney plus has a lot more stuff that i'm interested in Mm -hmm. yeah i think for me crave has jumped to the top of the list for me Crave is good. I love Crave, yeah. man. He's got he's got Star Trek and everything on there, yeah. and oh, it's so good, man. It's so good. Yeah. And and for our non non Canadian contingent, I mean, that's it's it's the Canadian version of HBO Max. So yeah. Yeah. that's where we get Peacemaker. So yep. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, any final thoughts on this Obi Wan poster reveal slash uh, featurette before we move on? Actually, the but, one thing I want to mention, uh, you guys mentioned uh, Episode Three. The one thing that I liked about episode three mm-hmm. was when uh, they were putting uh, Christensen in the uh, Bader suit, and then right when the helmet went on, you hear the uh, his James breathing. Jones. Yeah, you hear the breathing, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's it right yeah. there." Yeah, yeah. I, I'm heard, hoping yeah. we hear that. I'm hoping we hear that breathing. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah. I know we will because it'll be Vader, right? But yep. oh, mm-hmm. it'd be great. It'll be great if uh, James Earl Jones came back. As well, mm-hmm. did some voice of the Vader? You yeah, know, that'd be cool. Yeah. Under the mask, so. it's James Earl Jones. When the mask comes off, it's Hayden Christensen's voice. That'd, <laughs> that'd be, be great. great. That honestly, yeah. I'd be, I'd mm-hmm. be fine with that. I think Hayden Christensen yeah. would be okay with that too. You know, I think that makes sense in terms of voice modulation, right? Oh and yeah. yeah. I mean, the last time we heard uh, Vader breathing would have been Rogue One, right? And that's yeah. a chills down my spine when I heard when yeah. you heard the breathing. So, yeah. Um, yeah, if we get if we get the end of Rogue One Vader coming into the oh, show. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, that's going to be savage. Yep. Second favorite out of the Star Wars series is Rogue One. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I agree with that. Episode I agree with that. 5, man. Episode the 5. Phantom Menace? Yeah. No. <laughs> the Jar Jar? Yeah. Jar Jar is a great I character. Hey, he is a great <laughs> character. He would have been a great Sith Lord if people weren't pieces of shit and shat on him right from the beginning. <laughs> he would have been a great Sith Lord. Super fans. Telling you, man. Hey man, super fans. They're, Whatever. They're, they're they're the best and the worst part of yeah. any sort of nerd yeah. culture. Yeah. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> moving on. Moving on. Speaking yeah. of super fans, during the Super Bowl, the Mobius poster was revealed. Unfortunately, it was only a poster, but that is fine because the poster was fire. The poster is mm-hmm. fire. Now, 
I'm um, looking at the poster. It looks like we got some like echolocation waves coming up from the back with the whole cast in it. Now, are you guys excited about this Mobius movie? Are you guys excited about it? Coastal, are you excited about the new Mobius, uh, Mobius movie coming out? It's got Jared Leto and Morbius is sort of a vampire, right? Or yep. he's vampire yeah. Jace. Um, yeah, I mean, outside of that, not really. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> like I said, I've always been a partial to DC. I don't know a whole okay. lot about Morbius. Um, so this is right there with maybe, like, the Venom movies. So I'll I'll watch them if I can get around to it. Uh, I'm not, I don't know if I'll be going to the theater. vampire centric and i love blade and i love crimson vow you would think this would be right up my alley so i'm very confused as to why this doesn't grab me the way it, i think it theoretically should okay but uh yeah i mean you guys might be able to sell me on it it's sort of eh, I'll, I'll watch it when it comes to disney plus okay okay um Nelson, what about you are you excited for this at all uh you know what i'm about a let's say a five a fair assessment uh, to him or to... I can hear you guys. Yeah. All right, we're back. I can hear these guys. I was like, here's Tim Allen. And to me, like, when Leto played Joker, you know, I already, you know, I put him there with uh, Jack Nicholson and then uh, Heath Ledger. And then when the, when he yeah. played it, it's like, uh, it's, you it know, it's not that good. So, yeah. you know, I'll, I'll give the movie a shot. It, it does look good. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where they go uh, with this movie, like what what storyline they use. So, uh, right. you know, I'll, I'll, I am interested. Not as hyped as I would be, but I am interested. Yeah, and and I will say one thing about the, the whole Joker-Jared Leto thing. I, I always thought, you know what, it's not fair to Jared Leto mm-hmm. to say that, oh, because he didn't do as good a job playing Joker as two legendary performances by yes. Jack Nicholson and by Heath Ledger that... Uh, to compare him to those isn't fair. But then, you know, 2019 happens and Joaquin Phoenix also knocks it out of the park as Joker. So at some point, if you're the only guy mm-hmm. who didn't knock it out of the park with this character, that might be saying something. Because, yeah. I mean, yeah, even Cesar Romero in the 60s nailed Joker so <laughs> in a completely different way. Yeah. Like, this is a character that... This is a character that has went from campy to the darkest version possible oh, with the Joaquin Phoenix version. And they all knocked it out of the park but him. So yeah. maybe that's saying something. As much yeah. as, yeah, I, I don't want to be unfair to the guy, but at the same time... It does say something. It's like you, like are, you said. Yeah, you are now one out of the five people yeah. who didn't knock it out of the park. So mm-hmm. Oh, totally. So it's like... Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's not fair, but, you know, like I said, I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Damn, bro. I tuned back in. Y'all talking shit? Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> <laughs> Yet again, folks, sorry for the um, the technical difficulties. I'm using my old, like, this is a 10-year laptop. This is a 10-year-old laptop and I, that I'm using. So, yet again, I apologize for all that. Uh, but, um, damn, I'm actually very surprised on your thoughts about that, the whole Jared Leto thing. Um, for me... What are your thoughts on Morbius? Yeah, yeah. what are your thoughts? I'm only excited for Morbius only because it's going to help introduce the new Blade movie. 
That's the only reason why I'm excited. Because it brings vampires into the scene. And we all know that Blade's coming back. So this okay. is going to be you know a what? step towards the Blade movie. And that's the only reason why I'm excited for it. That that has gotten me a little more excited about it then. Because yeah. as I've mentioned uh, a number of times on this podcast, uh, late teens Coastal had a very, very unfortunate vampire phase. And that was driven <laughs> largely... Driven largely because of uh, of Twilight. Get out of here. <laughs> he's a he's a Cullen man. He's an Edward Cullen it, man. It, it was it was not Twilight. It was Blade. That is somehow not as bad. <laughs> no, they're both. I mean, yeah, be, yeah. Having your your entire sort of fashion sense be dictated by a, a comic book movie is probably not great, um, especially if it's a. a <laughs> a vampire movie. So <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that, that's hilarious, the, man. The collared shirts and the tight necklace and the tight metal necklaces and the long black trench coats. Those, uh, yeah, I'm glad that uh, digital photography was not quite a thing during that phase. <laughs> because yeah, you you've got to find you've got to find the the hard copy photos and yeah, I've got those locked up. Those aren't going anywhere. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yeah, I'm literally, that's the only reason why I'm excited for it is because it leads up to the Blade movie. Also because it has the um, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man in the background of it uh, mm. as, as as graffiti art. So I'm like, ah, oh, cool. It's part of the, I guess, whatever, you know? Um, so that's the only reason why I'm excited for it. But other than that, like, I, I want to see a more, tra- like, more trailers coming up. You know, I want to see more trailers, then I'll get more excited. Um, but... Speaking of um, Spider-Man and the whole uh, No Way Home thing, um, Jurassic World Dominion is pulling a Spider-Man No Way Home kind of situation where we get guys from all movies. Everywhere. Oh, holy cow. I was looking at this trailer. I'm like, cool, we got some more dinosaurs, you know, this and that. We get the new actors. And then all of a sudden, the old school trios came back. I'm like, Oh, snap. Yeah. So they're bringing everybody in for this one. Um, are you excited about this Jurassic World Dominion movie? Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I've only watched the old Jurassic um, movies like once each. And I don't remember much about them other than the actors. Um, so you guys are, of course, more experienced. Um, I don't want to say old. More experienced. Uh, <laughs> uh, and... <laughs> I don't know if this these the the like the first generation of Jurassic movies. I don't know if they were. I don't know if you guys were excited about them when they first came out, or they were kind of in your like kind of or ordeal or age range. Uh, but I would love to hear your thoughts on um, this trailer coming up. So, Coastal, what do you think? So I was thirteen when uh, Jurassic Park one came out. Oh wow! And that was yeah. So I was right in my sort of wheelhouse of sort of did, figuring out what I liked in terms of pop culture. And just sort of branching out on my own and I just sort of picking up what, you know, what my parents happened to bring into the house in terms of movies that we, we would rent from the video store. So uh, Jurassic Park, the first one, does hold a special place in my heart, not only because the movie itself was a, a technical masterpiece for its age. 93, to see those dinosaurs on screen, it was awesome. So it was definitely a game changer. And you see it in terms of its impact in pop culture, like, you know, Wayne's World, uh Lampoon did a little bit, so it it was sort of ubiquitous and just a uh, it was sort of omnipresent in in pop culture in the in the early to mid nineties. I didn't watch uh, I I watched two once and I've never seen three. 
Um, Jurassic Park <clears throat> 1 does hold a special place in my heart because I did go to Universal Studios Hollywood the next oh, year. Nice. So I saw, yeah, there's pictures of me on the... Uh, on the toilet that uh, that Newman gets eaten <laughs> off of, um, there's I've I've ridden in the uh, the actual Jurassic Park sort of the, the jeeps that they've got. That's awesome. That, that's what, yeah. So a lot of the tours were shaped like that. It was so that does hold that is near and dear to my heart. Um, so I am excited to see uh, a lot of the original characters come back. Uh, mind you, at the same time, outside of maybe Jeff Goldblum, they were not the stars of Jurassic Park 1, right? The dinosaurs were the stars of Jurassic Park 1. So we'll see them. And yeah, it's it's a nice touch of nostalgia. I did see the first Jurassic World. I haven't seen the second one. I've heard the second one's awful, but I haven't seen it yet. And the first one was sort of not bad, but forgettable. Okay. Right? I took uh, took Ali to it because he was younger at the time. And yeah, we both started. It was fine. So we'll see where, we'll see where this one goes. Um, I do need to watch the second one so that we can get into this third one. Uh, again, probably not something I'm going to see in the theater. Uh, but whenever it shows up on a streaming service, I'll definitely, uh, I'll definitely put it on. Uh, it was nice to see them. It's not enough to pull me to the theater because like I said, uh, as much as it's nice to see their faces, they weren't the stars no. of this movie of, of Jurassic Park one. T-Rex okay. was the star. That's fair. The Raptors. They named they named a Canadian basketball team after the, the stars of Jurassic Park one. Yeah, so, that's fair. That's which, totally fair. I, which again, to this day, 2022, I will fight this to the death. The stupidest name you could possibly give any professional basketball team was to name the Raptors, the Raptors in 1995. That was the dumbest thing. And it shows now it's aged horribly. <laughs> wow <laughs> i like so the name toronto around. raptors you know i like the name yeah, well, i mean i guess now it would be like uh yeah would you would you like if uh if winnipeg got an nba team and we called them the mandalorians because that's a boat is dumb actually yes you know why because yeah, I, I would go would. to the stadium yeah. in the <laughs> helmets bro the that goalie ha- choice. bro Wait, yeah, are you, you kidding me right now? Yo, the mascot would look fly as fuck, dude. Yeah, I guess so. It yeah, would look that, sick. That yeah. Yo, that it'd be blue one. and gold. It'd be blue and gold. It'd be the colors blue, <laughs> gold, and white. It'd be a straight Mando. Dude, Baby Yoda is all blue and gold and white. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. What are you talking about? Oh, That's money making right there. Yeah. You probably should have picked uh, the uh, Washington <laughs> Commanders. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right. That one is. Yeah. That one is. Yeah. I don't know what they. I, I don't know why they came up with that name, but that's funny. If Commanders is what they can come up with. I don't know. <laughs> um, Nelson, what about you, buddy? What are you? What are your thoughts on this Jurassic World Dominion trailer? Uh, well, like you said, like I watched uh, the first three, but long time ago. So all I remember was yeah, the T Rex and Jeff, like like Mark said, Jeff Goldblum is all I remember from that one. But um, I th- I think I believe this is uh supposed to be the the final movie for this franchise. So wow, see them all back. You know it it does bring the it does bring a little bit of closure. So um, hype wise, uh, you know what? If if the family wants to see it, I'll go see it. But other than that, I will probably wait till it comes on Netflix or whatever streaming service and watch it then. Um, I remember. Uh, my wife watched, uh, I guess, the first Jurassic Park. I guess the one with uh, what's his name, 
uh, Jurassic Park one, the, the 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 latest one, whatever it yeah. is. Yeah. And Jurassic Jurassic World. Jurassic World. And then I remember I was watching part, but she already watched it uh, b- before me. And of course, she spoils it. <laughs> like there, there that goes. But uh, like I said, yeah, hype factor wise, if they want to see it, you know, we'll go watch it. Um, but other than that, yeah, I'll probably wait till it comes on some streaming service. Okay. Okay. Um, honestly. I'm not really excited for it. Um, it's nice to see Chris Pratt in the movie and Jeff Goldblum. But other than that, um, it's just another dinosaur movie to me. I don't know. This, if maybe if there's another trailer, sure. Okay, sweet. But yeah, I don't know. It's For me, it's just another dinosaur movie. See, and that's the thing, right? Is that you were three when the first one came out. Have you? Did you watch any of the first trilogy? Yeah, I did. I've watched all three okay. of them, but yet again, I've only watched them once, and that was way back when, yeah. right? So, like for me, okay. there's no nostalgia yeah. to it, other than like it's no. nice that they kind of like mirrored the first trailer for Jurassic Park one to this trailer, right? You kind of have the same mm-hmm. like T Rex in the movie theater kind of feel, the the Velociraptor screaming in your face, whatever else, right? Like they mimicked some of the shots, whatever else in the trailer. But other than that, it's just mm-hmm. I don't know. I it's it's I don't have a yeah, nostalgic bone for it. That, that that's fair enough yeah. because yeah, because um, the one thing you were saying was it's ju- it's just another dinosaur movie, which definitely is fair mm-hmm. in twenty twenty two. In ninety three, it was the big dinosaur. Movie. Yeah, it was the yeah. only dinosaur movie. So and wait, this um, movie came out in ninety three. Jurassic Park came out in ninety three. Okay, so that was the year I was born. So if, yeah. I had I had no way of seeing oh, I it then. You were born in ninety, man. You're even younger than. Oh. <laughs> Gross! No wonder he no way old all the time. Yeah, no shit, eh? Oh Jeez. man, yeah, that's right. just your old age, just losing the memory, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's starting to go. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, yeah. I for sure would not have been seeing this uh, day one, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah. Uh, okay, moving on. <laughs> um, so with the game that we play with Games Workshop. Um, there's been a lot of backlash and a lot of people accepting the news. A lot of people are kind of against it, whatever else. Um, but Games Workshop announces a 5 to 20% price increase on their products. Now, my question to you is not necessarily on the Games Workshop announces the price increase, but essentially it's the price increase in general. Do you think um, companies like Games Workshop and possibly Wizards of the Coast uh, or... We've seen it with uh, gaming consoles, like with the video games. Uh, games used to be fifty dollars, then sixty dollars, then seventy. Now they're what? They're eighty bucks now, seventy nine ninety nine Canadian for pretty much yeah, yeah for a new game, yeah, $80, right? Eighty dollars for uh, for a new release for sure. Yeah, and yeah. essentially Sometimes it's more. it's also eighty dollars for the digital version as well, where there's no hard copy of it. It's it's yeah. it's like why just make it ten dollars yeah. cheaper? You, there's no hard copy. There's no whatever else, mm-hmm. but. My question to you guys is: um, Do you think it's a good like? Do you think it's a good idea for companies to be doing these kinds of price increases uh, increases um, when they want to? Because essentially, the Games Workshop one, they don't need to. Um, from how their earnings were in the last um, uh, earnings report, they're actually up by a lot. They actually don't need to be doing this price increase, but they're doing it anyways. 
Uh, so do you think it's a good idea for companies like this to increasing to be increasing their um, their price on products? Like, would you be okay if Magic did this with their stuff instead of a box being one seventy to one eighty? It'd be two hundred bucks a box now. Or uh, what are your thoughts, Nelson? Let's start with you. Uh, you know what? Let me pass this over to Coastal because uh, I think with it being the Games Workshop, I think you guys more have more uh, more in depth. Okay, but but for the question was it would be any company. So Anything. like, what if Magic did it, or what if um, like any kind of company, right? So like, what would you do if Magic increased the price to all their products? Well, if they did that, then I'd be really looking at cutting my spending for sure. Um, like, I guess there's probably a reason that they're probably doing it, but to like for five to like twenty percent, like. That would really, like, it wouldn't turn me off in playing. It would just, you know, it would just limit my spending more. Okay. Um, but if it, you know, if it did go up like an astronomical amount, you know, then I would really think about, you know, is it worth it now? Like, is it worth buying the latest product that comes out? You know, we've had fun with the, the same decks for I don't know how long already. So I'd probably look at that. But yeah, if if it starts if it starts to to raise in price uh, as you know, let's say each year, then yeah, I would really. I'd really look at my spending and, you know, it, it almost, if it gets to that point, you know, turn me off and buying, you know, the latest things, the latest product that comes out. So, okay. um, if maybe there was, uh, let's say, let's say for example, Dominaria, like that was probably my favorite, uh, plane. If they were to come back and it was a bit pricey, you know, I may buy it just because, you know, it's, it was one of the first planes that, uh, I really, got interested in when I was playing magic. That might be the only reason, but other than that, I'd probably, I'd probably wait. Okay. Okay. No, that's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, Coastal, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, Should companies be increasing their prices regularly like this? Or do you think they should be holding off or whatever else? What do you think? So listen, I mean, every company has done the whole because of the pandemic and because of the supply chain and because of the shortages, we have to increase prices type of thing. But I mean, none of them have ever lowered prices when things got bad, when things got cheaper. Yeah. So, yeah. No. Um, Wizards of the Coast is, is guilty of this too. Uh, Commander sets used to be thirty-five dollars Canadian, and what are they now? Fifty-nine dollars. Yeah. Right. They're fifty-nine dollars now in in Canada. So, I mean, it is what it is. Uh, like I've said it before. You can you can price your stuff at whatever you want. My budget is not x amount of product it's x amount of dollars so if you are going to raise like games workshop if they're going to raise the price five percent i'm going to be buying five percent less things i'm not buying i'm not spending five percent more i'm buying five percent less because the money i'm going to spend is going to be the same now it's going to get to a point where that value isn't there and now we're both relatively new to the hobby yeah but in some of the videos that I've seen, it isn't the, the, a lot of the backlash hasn't come not just so much for the price increase itself. It's the value housed within each of the boxes that has been really getting uh, tagged is that a lot of the stuff is, it's not only is it 5% more expensive, but they're, you're getting like 30% less plastic yeah. in, in each of those products than you did. in Up or oh yeah, we're back. We're back. We're back. Right. It just cut off like, three seconds ago i'm oh, like oh okay. this is good i want to make sure i get all this stuff okay <laughs> yeah so so i mean like and the one thing and we've seen it in uh in this this iteration of the pre-cons that 
you know what? They're they're more expensive than they've ever been, and the value in terms of the 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 value of the deck itself is lower than we've seen in years. So we're not getting that bang for our buck. And at some point, the only thing you can do as a consumer is vote with your wallet. So um, I am not happy to hear the news. Uh, I get it because there is a bit of a resin shortage out there. Um, but at the same time, you know, the 5% increase, I get the 30% in value. I don't. Um, and at some point, yeah, uh, like, like uh, Nazan had alluded to, these are, this is discretionary spending for me. This is all for fun. This is my fun money. And at some point, if it's not fun to spend this, or if I'm not getting the fun factor that I expect for per dollar, uh, it might be time to walk away as much as I love both of these hobbies right now. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, you got it. They're going to try to find that balance and we'll see. Like I said, um, Wizards of the Coast also has generated more revenue than they ever have last year. And yeah, and I've been sort of less confident as a, as a hardcore fan than I've ever been in terms of, yeah, they're just pumping out product after product. There's 53 secret layers last year. So, um, you know, there are there, we went from four commander sets a year to what did we have last year? 20. Like it was ridiculous. And it's only going to keep going. It's only going to keep going. And yeah, so now it's just sort of my 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 money is going to be more, uh, more discreetly spent. Like I said, mm-hmm. I'm not spending more money. I'm just buying less stuff. So yeah, I like that. I like that. Yeah, I'm I'm the same way. Uh, my spending's on a dollar amount, not by the product amount. Um, mm-hmm. maybe one day, you know, I'll be able to get to a product amount. You never know. Uh, but yep. being realistic, <laughs> it is a dollar amount, and I say it's okay if they do this if the value is there and yeah. it stays there. Yeah. Right. Like you yeah. said, if they decrease the value, but increase the price, uh, I don't really know about that. Yeah. I don't, I really don't know about that. Like, just like with the commander stuff, right? Yeah. If they increase the price, well, that's fine. Increase your price. But then they lower the amount of value to where it's mm-hmm. bo- like below a certain threshold. I'm like, nah, that's not worth it. No more. Not yeah. worth it. No more. Right. Yeah. Like if you, if you increase the precons by $15, but you threw a shock line in there, then I'd be fine with that. Yeah. Because yes. you've made up, you've made up the value. Yeah, you made up the value. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, um, I think it's yeah, I think it's totally fair for a company to do it as long as the value still holds. But mm-hmm. it comes to a point where if it gets to a certain threshold of certain value that's not meeting the actual price, I don't think it's worth it. Yeah. So and yeah, go ahead, Kosum. Okay, and we are back. Unfortunately, I had to move over from my laptop onto my phone, and I'm streaming my Bluetooth from my phone to my Rodecaster Pro. So uh, the quality is not going to be there. Um, I'm I'm never going to use my laptop ever again. <laughs> I'm just going to stick to my uh, I'm going to stick to my gaming PC. Uh, but honestly, I'd rather have a solid continuous audio than no audio at all at the end of the day. Um, so, uh, where did you leave off at? Sorry, my apologies. No, I was just saying. I I, I think the, uh, the my conclusion to, to sort of the value versus the price increase is that um, the unfortunate thing, and as much as we don't want to do this, is there are sort of um, less. Um, how do I put this? More scrupulous ways to get back into our hobby without giving the source companies our money. Uh, proxying cards is free in Magic. 
and having access to a 3D printer is becoming a lot easier for Warhammer. Yep. So at some point, we don't even need to quit the hobby. We just have to quit giving them the money. And as much as I like to support the companies that do that, there is a threshold where, you know, make me feel valued as a customer. Right. Yeah. So that's where I sit. Cause I don't like playing with proxies and I, I mean, I don't think I'm, I enjoy playing with 3d printed. I haven't done it yet. I don't, but I mean, that's sort of my process with, with proxies uh, in magic, I would imagine would carry over with Warhammer. So, um, but yeah, like I said, you, you have to give us the value for our money, especially when you look at this as discretionary spending. Yeah, I, I 100% agree. Um, I do hope that you get into 3D printing because I would love to help you with 3D printing. Um, it's, it's, I have, I it's have fun. Been, I have been unfortunately browsing 3D printers. I don't know if it's in the budget anytime soon, but I mean, it wouldn't be the first time I bought something that wasn't in budget. So. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honestly, when it comes to 3D yeah. printers, you let me know. Um, we can have a chat and I can help you out with the yeah. uh, products and whatever else. Yeah, um, I'm definitely not having that talk with you or else I'm going to be convinced to buy yeah, one. Because there's some that you want to stay away from. I'm going to be honest with you. There's some you yeah. want to stay away from. And there's also different types of, um, and, yeah, of printers, right? So. Right now, right now, not knowing that is what's keeping me from buying one. So I'm going <laughs> to stay as ignorant as possible. <laughs> That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, any final thoughts on the uh, price hike up? Or should we move on to some DC of- news? Go ahead, Nelson. I was going to say, instead of that uh, gym behind you there, it might be a 3D printer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I hope I use it more than I use this gym. That's fair. <laughs> That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, okay, um, let's move on to some DC news. Um, now, DC, during the Super Bowl, released a teaser trailer for all their new products. Not products. All their new um, projects coming up in the future. So we got the Black Adam teaser trailer. The snippets of the flash movie coming out and the snippets of aquaman stuff coming out now um i'm asking boys right away are you guys interested in the dc products coming up uh because the trailer in my opinion looked really well done it looked very exciting i'm actually very excited for all the stuff coming up but let's start off with you nelson um what do you think about the dc stuff the only one that i'm actually uh interested in is the uh, black adam I'm not really interested in the Flash or the Aquaman, but Black Adam is probably the one that I'm really interested in the most. Uh, the what they put together look well done. Uh, you know, they they don't give too much, but they give enough that it hooks you in. So, uh, out of the three so far, I think it's uh, Black Adam that that's got me hooked. Oh, that's got wow. me interested in the DC. Yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. Colson, what about you? Are you excited for the new uh, DC pro- uh, projects coming up? You know I'm a DC guy, man. Uh, I'm pumped. Uh, seeing Flash and Aquaman in Peacemaker was awesome. So, uh, I am. I was not all that. I, I remember. I'm excited about the about the uh, the new Flash movie just simply because we've been hearing what the plot point is going to be, and that sounds super interesting. Black Adam's with the Rock. That that's going to get me in. Uh, in, in the door. Aquaman, I've never really fully been all that invested in or that interested, but um, like I said, I'm a DC guy, and if we can fold uh, fold in those characters, like I said, 2022, I think in terms of timing, might have might just be the best time for them to sort of come out guns blazing with these movies, because Marvel is in a bit of a rebuild phase right now, right? Yeah. They just finished with their 
uh, phase one or whatever they called it, right? Where they ended with with uh, the last movie. Yeah, uh, the uh, Infinity War saga. Yep, exactly. So now they've got to sort of rebuild and sort of start folding in some new characters. So there is a spot there for DC to get in and, uh, you know, make a name for themselves and sort of start taking some of that box office while they have a chance. And I think that that's... Um, this is their opportunity. So I'm excited. And I think they know that too. So I think they know that they've got to knock it out of the park. Uh, I think this might be, at least to me, sort of their last stand. If they, if these three movies sort of drop the ball, uh, it's going to be tough to recover because they've, they've dropped the ball more than once. And yeah, there's only so many times you can fumble a ball before you get cut. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. For sure. so well, we'll see. Uh, I'm excited about them because I think that that's, uh, I think that's the way they're looking at it. I'd like to hope that that's the way they're looking at it. So we'll see. I'll be in the theater for Black Adam, uh, probably in the theater for Flash. Uh, we'll see how it goes for Aquaman. We'll see oh, okay. when we see a little bit more about it. Okay. I like that. I like that. Um, I, yet again, like I said, I was very excited for it. Um, going upon what you touched upon about the whole Avengers thing in Marvel, um, I read an article saying that the last Avengers Endgame was the last Avengers movie. That was the last okay. Avengers oh, okay. movie. So all the other movies, they're going to be different team-ups, different whatever else. So, uh, yeah. yeah, apparently when it came to the Infinity Saga, that was the last Avengers movie. Or there still might be one more, and then it was the last. But, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're right. Well, Marvel is on a rebuilding uh, phase right now. And I think mm-hmm. DC is, they just passed their rebuilding phase, or they're at the very end side of it. Right. Yeah. Now is when we start to see sort of the fruits of that. Yeah. Of the of the seeds they sowed in terms of like the Snyder Cut and Suicide Squad and yeah. Peacemaker. Now they're now they've got to start sort of harvesting. Yeah. What they've uh, what they've planted. So. Yeah. Overall, I think um, it depends how the Black Adam movie starts off. I think if it starts off with mm-hmm. a bang, then I think the Flash is going to do well and Aquaman's going to do well because if the Black Adam yet again tanks the box office which i don't think it will because the rock is behind it and you know the rock he's dedicated with his work right he'll it doesn't matter how long he pushes it back if it has to be good right (laughs) because he doesn't do subpar quality um so yeah i think the way that the black adam is going to turn out is going to build a lot of hype for the next movies coming out so that is good that's good news for dc and we're we're two weeks away we're two weeks away from from the big one, right? Because they did show a little bit more. It wasn't just Black Adam, oh, Flash, yeah. and Aquaman. Yeah. Batman, yeah. Right? There's the Batman, and he's coming. Yeah. So, and that that marketing machine is already rolling out. I mean, we saw that in uh, during All Star Weekend. Yeah. Yeah. So they had uh, they, they folded it. They folded a trailer right into the uh, right into the the show itself, which was odd to see. So, that's pretty cool. Hey, that's good marketing yeah. right there, though. Yeah. Damn yeah, good marketing so they're, right they're there. Excited, right? All right, yeah. all right. Um, any final thoughts on the DC news before we move on to our final topic? No, I'm just excited. We'll, no. we'll, yeah, same thing. I'm just excited. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, last We're one. Full capacity, so that's be a full theater on March fourth. That so. is very true. That is very true. Mm-hmm. Oh hell yeah! Um, the last topic for today's stack uh, is going to be the Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness trailer. Um, now this trailer was straight madness. It, it lived up to the name in my eyes. This was absolutely amazing, boys. Uh, yet again, this is a 
a 10 out of 10 in my eyes for the trailer. This was a hype <laughs> trailer. Okay, um, let's go to Coastal first. All right, I know you're not a magic guy, right? But no. did this kind of like, you know, honk your horn a little bit? Like, were you kind of excited? Like, what are your thoughts? So I'm probably not going to see this in the theater. Um, like I said, I'm not super excited about this. I am going to definitely uh, sort of pass priority and, and give my, my time to talk about this to you guys because I know you guys are a lot more excited. I will say there is one thing that excited me okay. about it, and it's going to be the one thing that I think excited you guys too. Professor X, baby. Yeah. There's a reason he was my second-round pick. Right? Yep. So we, we're bringing in uh, – if we're finding a way to fold in the mutants, like I said, DC's got to knock it out of the park in 2022 because the real A team for the Mar- for, for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, yes. they're coming. They're yep, coming, they and are. that's oh, their yeah. real A team. Oh yeah. So when we when we see when we see that X throw up and we see that bald head, and we hear we hear Captain Jean Luc Picard, we know Professor X is coming. We know Wolvie's coming. We know Cyclops is coming. And when that team shows up, look the f out. So oh, yeah. am I excited about the actual movie itself? Not really. Um, I'll let you guys uh, talk about that. But I am excited about the prospects that it uh, it hinted at. Okay. So okay. That's, that's what I'm excited about. I like that. I like that. Okay, Noslin, are you excited for this trailer and for this movie? Uh, I'm excited enough that you know I invested my time in the first in the first Doctor Strange and the What If with the Doctor Strange. So I just want to see how you know how this unfolds. And I think a lot of the people that, you know, that were sort of hesitant or maybe, you know, weren't sure if they're going to watch it are going to watch it now. Uh, and also touched on it is because of Professor X. Hearing him, uh, hearing him on uh, the trailer, I think that pretty much sets it off. And like I said, like, DC's got to hit it out of the park now because once X-Men comes in, I don't think they can come back. I don't think they can keep up or even overtake uh, Marvel, even at their, even if they reach their peak, because once X Men comes in, I think it's over. Okay. Um, yeah. But one part of the trailer, I think you're going to touch up on it, is yep. uh, the guy with uh, the looked like a sword. Yep. Walking up when they were when uh, Strange was walking to that room. Uh, you want to touch up on that one? Yep. So um, from a bunch of the stuff that I've been reading into, um, the guy that walks in with the sword uh, is actually Mordo. Because he's got the dreads, he has the sword on 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 his side, so it's it's Mordo. Um, now, my question for you guys is, what version of Professor X do we have? Because apparently, this might be the one where he's learning to walk again. I don't know what comic book or comic book series he's from, but apparently, there's one where like he uses like bionic legs, and he's like. Like walking again, so it might be that version of him. Is it the X Men's from Future Past versions of him? Is it from the X Men original? Is it like so? I'm more excited on what version of Professor X do we actually get? Is he on the wheelchair or is he standing? So that's my kind of thing. Um, also, if if you freeze frame like I did, um, possible Peggy Carter, Captain uh, Captain Britain, in one of the seats. Also, mm-hmm. um, what's his name? Um, the guy in uh, Top Gun, um, Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise, Tom right? Cruise? Tom Cruise. Yeah, Tom yeah. Cruise, yeah, Tom Tom Cruise, Cruise yeah. is Iron Man. Iron Man, yeah. Possibly in one of the seats. 
Um, who else? Um, Black Panther. I did see America Chavez too, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so the scene where he's in there, a lot of people are saying it's the Illuminati. So uh, the Marvel version of the of their Marvel DCU version. Not DCU, Marvel MCU version of the Illuminati, where we're going to have Tom Cruise as Iron Man, Peggy Carter as Captain Britain, um, and everyone else. So I'm very excited. Um, this one thing that I really want to say right now, but it's a huge spoiler for Coastal because he has not seen um, No Way Home. So I, oh my gosh. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh my You're gosh. You're yeah? Gonna, clearly, if I haven't watched it by now, it's, that's my fault. Okay, so, so in No Way Home... Doctor Strange does the forgetting spell to have everyone forget Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Yo, how bonkers would it be if a different Doctor Strange from a different multi like from a different universe did the exact same spell but for the X-Men and all the mutants? And that's why we don't have mutants and that's why people don't know about mutants in our universe. I'm like, it makes yeah. sense to me. How cool would it be? That'd be wicked sweet. Doctor Strange is effing everything up. That's why it's Doctor Strange Multiverse Madness. And you have four different Doctor Stranges in the trailer. You got a zombie one. You got the the sinister Doctor Strange. You have the evil mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. Right? And you have your regular Doctor Strange. So I, I cannot wait. Uh, yet again, Spider-Man opened up the new door to multi-dimensions. This one is going to be opening that door and keeping it open for the very distant future. Because I want the first family in. The, uh, the MCU, I want the X-Men into the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, people thought the Avengers were very strong and powerful. Like yeah. Coastal said, uh-uh. Oh, the uh-uh. Yeah. Move yeah. out of the way. They are the kindergarten team. Why? Because the X-Men and the First Family are coming in to dominate. Uh, they are the powerhouse. They are the strong ones in uh, the Marvel Cinematic Universe and will be. So that's my thoughts on it. But anyway, so... Sorry, I was one thing I was going to mention to to Noslin was uh, the guy that you were talking about with the sword uh, that uh, AJ mentioned was uh, Mordo. Mordo. He shows he shows up in the trailer. Like you see him not just as a silhouette because he's played by Chiwetel Ejiofor. Yep. Yeah, he's oh. got dreads. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe he, I just missed it then. Maybe I just yeah. missed it. So he, <laughs> he does show up. I don't know. I am like, I don't know who he is. I just know the actor, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, he's he's in the movie. And then when you sort of mentioned that that's Mordor, I kind of put two and two together. I was like, oh, okay. And then sort of while you were talking, just looked it up quickly on IMDb. And yeah, Chiwetel Ejiofor does play uh, Mordor, So yeah. Just because um, the way the sword was, maybe I'm looking into it too much. The way the sword was placed, it was on his back. And if you, and if you remember, Blade oh. has his on his back. But again. Oh, so you thought it was Blade. That would have been cool it if it was Blade. Oh, okay. That's That'd have been wicked like, sweet. It was, on his, it was placed on his back. Oh, okay. I know uh, Mord, Mordo's is usually on his side, but his was on his back, and he had that long trench coat, it looked like. So to me, it looked like I thought it was Blade, but okay. I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong, because I hope it's Blade. If it's Blade, it's <laughs> no, ten times cooler. There's pictures, there's pictures of Mordo with it on his back. On his, back? his back? So Okay, oh, yeah. so then it is on his back then. It, it is, is on okay, his back. Yeah. That's my fault then. Damn! Oh man, if it was oh, if it was Blade, that would have been so much cooler, so much cooler. If it was Blade, let's be real here, that'd be so cool. Um, final thoughts on this Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness before we head out, Coastal. X gonna give it to you, man. Let's go. Damn you. right, Nazem. What about you? X-Men. Damn it, you took it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So 
of course, we always got to end it off with what is on our watch list. What is on our watch list for the past week or in this case, two weeks? Um, and what are we looking forward to in the next week? So, um, Noslin, to start off with you, man, what's on your watch list the past two weeks and what are you looking forward to watch in the next week? Uh, well, this past week, uh, I watched the uh, the halftime show for the Super Bowl. I think like everyone in my generation did. Uh, it was pretty cool. It was, yep. it was nice to see. Uh, it was nice to see them uh, perform. Uh, and this might sound weird, but I was watching a lot of um, crowd reaction trailers. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Trailers, you get you get the audience reaction. I I don't know. It was just something weird, and just uh, like especially the Star Wars one, how people were so hyped up when they saw. I think it was uh, episode seven when they saw the uh, the deformed Vader mask or whatever, and people were just so hyped up. Just a lot of that. Nice. And that's pretty much it for the last couple of weeks. Awesome. Uh, Is there anything uh, in the next uh, coming up week that you're looking forward to? Uh, You know what? I am going to try and find the Peacemaker. That I'm going to try and find. Very nice. Okay, okay. Um, Well, um, Coastal and I very much recommend it to you. Uh, You will thoroughly enjoy it. Same with your family. They will very much enjoy it. Maybe it's just me, but... To me, does it seem like a Deadpool-ish kind of vibe? What, what do you think, like Coastal? Peacemaker? I think Peacemaker's better than Deadpool. Oh, shots fired. Oh. Shots yeah, fired. I, I don't think it's close. Yeah, I, I think the difference is that it, they're both absurd universes, but Deadpool is trying to be funny, whereas Peacemaker just happens to be funny. Oh, I like that. I think that everybody, everybody in Peacemaker is taking every absurd situation as seriously as possible, and things just end up being funny. Whereas Deadpool, he is trying to be funny, to make it which, funny. yeah, which I mean is entertaining, but it's definitely a different, uh, different vibe to it, right? Yeah. Like, so. Okay. I okay. got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Yeah, yeah. Deadpool, Deadpool is a funny guy. Peacemaker is a stupid guy who happens to be funny. Ah, I like which that actually. That makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay, Coso, uh, what have you been watching the past two weeks? And is there anything in the next week that you're looking forward to? So. Uh, I'm going to expand it a little bit from not just the watch list, but we'll do a watch list slash read list slash listen list. Yeah, okay, okay. You, you put me on to Vox Machina. Yeah! And, and thanks to you, there was one day of work where I went on like an hour and a half of sleep because I watched <laughs> six straight episodes of Vox Machina and I started it at like one in the morning, which was really dumb. Nice. So yeah, I didn't get to sleep after. I've got to watch the last three episodes that have just sort of come out, but uh, as a guy who is not at all a D&D person, I really enjoyed Box Machina. It was awesome. It was really entertaining. Um, Noslin, if I don't know if you have Prime Video or not, but I do recommend you watch Box Machina as well because it's, it's been great. I, I love it. And, um, yeah, so that's that's where I'm uh, at in terms of my watch list. Uh, so, yeah, I guess what I'm what I'm looking forward to watching is uh, 789 of, uh, of Box Machina. Uh, last last stack episode, I did also say I wanted to watch the uh, the Pam and Tom, mm-hmm. Pam and Tommy uh, mm-hmm. show on Disney Plus. I haven't gotten around to that one yet, so that's still on the list. In terms of read lists, um, I bought the Humble Bundle uh, that came out for Warhammer. No way! So got tw- yeah, there was twenty three ebooks um, for like twenty four twenty five bucks, and wow. all the money went to charity. Yeah, and oh, so nice. I'm I'm reading uh, Devastation of Ball right now. Nice. Which uh, yeah takes place on uh, my on the Blood Angels uh, home planet, or at least their uh, their 
paternal planet, if you will, for their, uh, that's where we found our Primarch, yep. uh, Sanguinius. So that's, that's the book I'm reading right now. Uh, and then sort of an addendum to that, my listen list. Um, when I like, when I go for a, a jog or when I'm doing my cardio workout, I've been listening to, uh, the Warhammer audiobooks. And I just finished, um, how am I, how am I forgetting the name of the book? I'm fin- I just finished the second book, which is, um, sorry, give me a second. Yeah. False gods. I just finished listening to false gods and now I'm on galaxy and flames. So I've just started that. So we'll see. I mean, we're starting to see the descent into madness for, uh, for Horus. Uh, the entire series is called the Horus heresy. We're starting to see where that heresy began. So I'm pretty excited about that. We'll see where it goes. That is wicked sweet, man. Okay, okay. Um, for me, I finished Vox Machina. Okay. Amazing. That's the season ending, right? Yeah. Season ends on episode nine? Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Um, and then I'm watching Reacher on um, um, Prime okay. Plus. Oh. Uh, that is a really good show, boys. Holy cow. That is a great show. Reacher. I recommend it to all of you. Very good show. Um, I I caught up with the newest season of uh, Discovery, a Star Trek Discovery. Uh, so I literally watched like ten episodes. I think eight to ten episodes. I think maybe ten, yeah, ten episodes of Discovery yesterday. Um, season three, season four. I think four. Okay, I think so yeah, season four. I think yeah, 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 uh, okay. yeah, yeah. Season four, season four, Discovery. Um, and then what else? Uh, what else did I watch? Nothing really. Mostly YouTube stuff. A lot of yet again more Warhammer stuff. Warhammer lore, this and that. Um, I do want to transfer my files of the Horse Heresy, at least book uh, two, three, and four, from my desktop onto my Google Doc, so I can download it onto my phone. Yeah, uh, is that is that what mm-hmm. you do, Coastal? I just downloaded it directly to my phone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm just yeah, gonna I find a way to it. download it. I use AIMP uh, to just to, to play MP3s, and that's just how I do oh, that. Okay, nice. Yeah, I'm gonna. Yeah. Um, I'll I'll figure out a way to download onto onto my phone because I take the bus to work now. Um, so oh, okay. yeah, I'll just be listening to it on my, uh, I guess, forty minute bus ride. So, um, other than that, yeah, man, like, oh, it's been a lot. Uh, just because I haven't been able really to watch stuff just because of work and studying and this and that. But when I do have a time to watch things, man, I, I binge the shit out of it. I binge the shit out of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but anyways, uh, I thought this was going to go for two hours long. It's only been uh, one hour, 38 minutes. So this is actually pretty good. This is actually pretty oh, good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, anyways, folks, thank you guys for listening on this episode of The Stack. Uh, that is the wrong... That is the wrong button, but, <laughs> but look what happens when we take a week off. Exactly. <laughs> um, Coastal, where can people find you? You can find me at Coast Dynasty on Instagram. That is T-O-A-S-T-D-Y nasty. Ah, and Noslin, what about you? You guys can find me at Instagram at Noslin69ers. That's my name backwards, 69ERS. Beautiful. You can find me on Instagram at Caramel Thunder. Caramel with two L's. You can find all of us on our Instagram page at Unhinged Vibes. If you're listening on YouTube, thank you so much. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment on our videos. If you're listening to your favorite podcast provider, make sure you follow us on there as well. Our website is in our description. Other than that, folks, we want to make sure that 
you have a safe and wonderful, um, I guess, for us, long weekend for the Canadians. But other than that, uh, safe and wonderful week. We will see you guys next time on the un- on the Unhinged Vibes pod- podcast. I can't talk right now, boys. It's been a long two weeks. Anyways, <laughs> oh my god, I'm failing on this outro. Uh, anyways, yet again, see you guys next time. Have a good one. Goodbye.